You got a package here, Carl. Yeah, Carl, it's true. You got a package out here. If I can open it and play with whatever is in it, please stay quiet. Thank you. Give me that. What'd you get, Carl? You get you a hot dog? Yeah, I ordered a hot dog through the mail. Well, hot dang digital. You gonna give me some? Oh, yeah. I'll give you the whole thing when it comes out the other end. He <laughs> <laughs> said, you're gonna give me some hot dog. Episode 263. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Move your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode: Everybody poops. Wasn't that an R.E.M. song? Yes. It was absolutely an R.E.M. song. <laughs> Everybody one, of, one of their best. Everybody poops. Yeah, it's, that, a, it's a great book, by the way. That song hurt. Surprise ending. Um, <laughs> Surprise ending. Yeah. Well, actually, I had... There's a, a twist. We, we, tonight's episode had a different title until I heard the, uh, the hot dog intro. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so, yeah. Uh, and at that point, I was completely inspired to... Uh, Go with uh, go with something. You I know, just had not a, a literary classic like I everybody heard, poops. Um, some aquatine in a while, so it made me laugh. I need that um, in my g- life these days. Not not to interrupt, but uh, we did want to talk about some news that just came yeah. out, and this is from the Associated Press. So Have you, you heard know this story it's true. Yet? Yeah, this is kind of big. Okay, uh, it's concerning uh, the Avengers movie. The so new excited for that! I can't May, wait. May four, right? Uh, it's Star Wars Day. Yeah, Star Wars. Oh, there, May, May the 4th be with you. Yeah. Got May you. the 4th be okay. with you. Well, All this right. may change your mind. Listen to this. So oh, Associated boy. Press. It's a sad fact that that in the movie biz, there's a lot of there's a lot of movie flops at the box office. Unfortunately, some movies get the flop moniker before being released. The new Avengers movie, Test Green, suffered some of the lowest screening scores in movie history. Fans, what? Fans were outraged and saddened by plot points and movie moments that made no sense. One fan was quoted as saying, this movie makes Phantom Menace look like a masterpiece. (laughs) That's not good. Hey, Phantom Menace is not that bad. Okay. uh, Some some scenes that got booed uh, from the movie was a scene featuring Loki singing a song, How Good It Is to Be Bad. What? What? (laughs) Now, I don't know if it's like him doing a song or dance or maybe he's whistling, but it's just... Says, apparently, Loki <laughs> sings a song like that. Well, are we talking like Top Hat and Tails here? I don't know. Well, I don't know. My, uh, my, everybody loves when you're mad. <laughs> um, Hulk suffering from constant flatulence. So I, apparently that's a... I guess they're trying to be funny with that. Oh, God. This and does not sound ex- like Joss Whedon. I expected... And, well, I, well, I was about to more. say something like that. Thor yeah. and Hawkeye playing a version of Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble. I guess the way they... They interact with each other. So it's so. like, uh, uh, hey, Hawkeye, buddies, huh? come over here. Oh, that's uh, a <laughs> that's Yogi Bear. But, <laughs> but still, I mean, you know, what's weird is I knew exactly where you were going with that. It, <laughs> it didn't think, phase me for a minute. You would think with all, the, with all the the trouble they've gone to to craft this universe. Yeah. And the, the meticulous care that they've taken when they, you know, with each individual movie. Right. Like them or not, or like some better than others, they've all been really well represented Marvel movies. You yeah. know, representative of of they got the feel right of the character, and but this stuff sounds ridiculous. Well, I, it goes on at the bottom of the article to say that there were a lot of people involved with this. There were a lot of marketing decisions that were made that maybe should not have, and um, there may have been too many people. Um, involved with it from a production and story standpoint and just trying to get too much into one movie and mm-hmm. um, there is talk at the bottom of this that they may hold the movie off for a summer or like till later on this year because it needs to be reworked oh jeez now this, I don't, this is, is the first good. I've heard about it oh jeez and what where did you find this article uh, this was on Gmail uh, this was on uh, Google News yeah. and uh, it came out um, 
April 1st. Ah. <laughs> oh. April Fool's, guys. April. None of that was true. Oh. We thought we'd have. We hope we gave you out there a little bit of a he- of a of a heart attack. A hat attack, maybe. Hat attack. A hat attack. <laughs> Chewbacca is not happy. How good it is to be bad. <laughs> Can you imagine Loki singing? That would be horrible. Oh my gosh. It was like and what happens is he's in the middle of singing and and Hulk walks over and does this to the record player like Hulk smashed puny bed. But singing. it's one of those it's one of those uh record players where it's actually like a, a cylinder with the needle on it and then it has the big cauliflower looking oh, yeah. uh, horn attached to it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Those that's what I've got. And Steve Rogers yeah. does a little break dance halfway mm-hmm. through it and reminds kids that drugs are bad. Right. <laughs> oh, keep going. I was waiting for a little... I'm Captain America, and I'm here to say that drugs aren't good in no way. That's nice. The U.S. is rad, and U.S. is cool, but I'm Captain America. Don't be a fool. This episode sponsored by Frank and his crazy sense of humor. That's what, April Fool, that's what April Fool's yeah. do to you, though. Yeah, it is April Fool. This show comes out, I think, April 2nd. So oh, okay. We thought we'd do So that. our April Fool joke was not releasing it on the 1st, then. <laughs> yeah. But we do have mm-hmm. actual yes. content. Okay. I think right? Bill, yeah, Bill wanted to talk about a, a, a show that nobody knows about called Aqua Bats, right? Oh, are we going to do that? Yeah, let's yeah, talk, we can talk a little bit about it. It'll be okay. a it'll be a Q and A. We'll have to ask you about it. And okay. You'll have to you, fill in the, uh, you and Jim, the, uh, Jim Deets from Jim, the Legion my, of Dudes, my brother from another mother, have gone on and on about yes. this show. So yes, those of you who don't know, Jim Deets and I, I found. I'm trying to remember what it is. I found one thing that Jim and I disagree on. It may be the Phantom Menace. I think he may believe that the Phantom Menace is an absolute abomination. Other than that. It's weird, borderline uncanny, that we think exactly the same about so many things in this world today. Is he a? Mm-hmm. He's also a Dune fan, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think he's he's one of my brothers. Yeah, I think he this was the one that it. that because uh, isn't there a Dune free comic book coming out this yeah. this year? Yeah. yeah, yeah, there is. Oh my goodness! Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> I think I'm excited about it. When is free comic book day? By the way, uh, first Saturday of May, May the fifth. Wow. Oh, that's right. They're it's coming the out with like... Uh, after Star Wars Day. Mm, it's going to be a busy day. The Avengers comes out on May the 4th. Yes. Star many, Wars Day. Now, is that... Shall I assume that you can get to the theaters like Thursday midnight? Probably. And, probably midnight at yeah. 1. You uh, might have to wait a minute. Yes. Which uh, which guys do you want to go out there and see it? For midnight? Yeah. No. <laughs> I am too old for that. Yeah. I, I saw four at I midnight. May, I, I wasn't, uh, I I wasn't unhappy I will with it. go if somebody... Pays the fifteen dollars to get me in. Fifteen, you know down. that they're going to show it in three D. Mm. Yeah, and I don't want to see it in three D. Did you guys want to see it in three D? I don't need to see it. In That's 3D. what I was wondering about. Um, I'd be surprised if they showed a two D version at midnight. That would be uh, that would be my concern. If there's only a three D version, I think I'll pass. Mostly because I just don't want to wear glasses. I don't mind wearing the glasses at all. But I've found uh, in my humble experience. Um, the live action 3D movie is not nearly as cool as the as the animated an animated 3D movie will knock your socks off. Some of them have been really good. Um, I haven't seen, not to say there's not, but I haven't seen an animated 3D movie which I thought was not representative. Yeah, okay. I mean, I uh, I saw Up. I think that's the only one I've seen. Okay, that was okay. We saw the fourth Shrek movie and Despicable Me and. Uh, um, Ice Age three, we saw all those in three D, and you know, animated three uh, D movies are spot on. I mean, it's like it, it feels like you know, right. there's fifty feet from you know the character to the back wall. You know, an animated movie, and, and maybe I'm just maybe I'm still feeling kind of red red bottomed from um, watching uh, episode one in three D and thinking to myself, really, this is what you're going to give me. So anyway. So let's let's spend not more than ten minutes, <laughs> not more than eight minutes on Aquabats. Oh dear! So now I'm I'm on their website. It looks like they're part of Hub. They are uh, they are on the Hub. Yes. Okay. What's Hub? 
Uh, it's a network which is reasonably new. Um, so that's this is where you'd see it, you'd tune into the kinda, hub network. It's not Cartoon Network. Kind of, kind of is. It's. it's it, I think uh, the hub. It might have used to be Discovery Kids. Okay. But you can see uh, pretty decent stuff in the hub. They uh, they rerun um, uh, the new Transformers Prime uh, cartoon, which I've not seen a moment of, is also on the hub. Uh, they'll rerun like the Super Squad show or the whatever that Little is. Marvel thing. Yes. Superhero Squad. I still don't understand that cartoon. I've so tried. This, I've tried to watch it. I've watched a number of episodes. And I still and I'm don't. I'm sorry. Get which it. one? Superhero Squad. Superhero Squad. Oh. Dun 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 dun. The uh, the theme song by um um. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. Um, the Aquabats is it a half hour program? It is a half hour program. It is uh, it is live action. Although there are it's cartoons live action. There. It's not a cartoon. Yeah. Well, um, it is live action. Yes, there is a cartoon segment in it, much is it like puppets? um. No. Banana splits? No, no, no. no. It's, um, uh, boy, it's almost a Sid Marty Croft version of a live action superhero show. It's almost, gosh, well, how that, do you describe what, something like that? That um, was the banana splits, because there, there was that Sid Marty Croft show where the banana splits yeah. was a band. Yeah. And they, they were guys in puppet suits, right. but then they, they had a cartoon version. Yes, they of would themselves. do the cartoon. Yeah. Um, the Aquabats are an actual musical band. They've been around for 15, 20 years oh, now. Oh, for real? This is, um, okay. They're, uh, uh, and Bill, just mm-hmm. as a side note, yes. they actually played at uh, at our old, uh, at uh, Aphis. You're kidding me. Yeah, they they were promoting an album there a couple of years ago, <sighs> like four or five years ago. And they, oh. and the guys that are still around still remember that and said it was a fun show. Oh, they came to the studio and played. What kind of music were they, they play? Uh, I have some music queued up if you want me to play it. Yeah, go. Here, let me give you a, a chord. I'll just, I'll just play it here. Press play. Do you need the uh, the, the the musical cable? I offered it. He said no. All right. We're going analog. <laughs> so they sound kind of sky. Okay, so it's... Yeah, they... Um, it's, they uh, what's that band I'm thinking of? They started off... Well... There's a lot of callback to uh, to Devo in their music. Um, there's also a lot of skas you can tell uh, with, with um, you know some light punk, you know, a little bit of surf, you know, in there. Okay. Um, so what's the concept of this show? Concept of the show is that they are superheroes. Okay. And it's sublime and. Uh, it's uh, it's very silly. Um, it's not necessarily self-referential. I mean, they're not breaking fourth walls or anything. They're not like looking into the camera lens and giving you wah, wah, looks or anything. I mean, they they play it straight, um, which makes it funnier. But uh, they travel around in a uh, in a big RV, and uh, it has a big Aquabats logo <laughs> on the side of it. And they stop uh, evil wherever it's um, okay. wherever it's uh, where it's found. And then um, it has they lot- have time. They play a song. Uh, they the the songs are semi organically put into the into the show itself. They don't they don't like you know they're not in the middle of a fight scene. All of a sudden they break down and, you know turn into a, a number or anything. Um, the uh, the first episode. Oh man, I wish I had some clips for you guys. I wish I'd uh, wish I'd known that we were going to do this now. Um, but uh, they start the first episode out with uh, they are at a uh, they're performing at a kid's birthday. And uh, the the song they're singing is basically "We won't ever stop rocking, we won't ever stop rocking," <laughs> and it's it um, it's basically a just a, a chorus that they're playing over because you're coming in at the end of the song, and so they show some kids and they show the band and they're still doing the chorus and then uh, a slow dissolve happens all of a sudden it's the next morning and they're still kind of singing it but they're really uh, <laughs> kind of tired because they're not stopping they rocking. they're not going to stop they're they'll not stop right. they're never going to stop they're not going to stop and finally you know it's like you know it's the next morning the sun's up there's like two kids left in the backyard it's a big <laughs> backyard party and they finally stop playing and and the kid goes what are you doing it's my birthday you know and they're like oh what do we do so, so they're a band that are superheroes that mm-hmm. fight crime yes yes um, where does the cartoon aspect you've got um, come in? well you've uh the leader is uh mc bat commander and uh you've got uh crash mclarson who can actually uh become bigger and um uh those are the uh those are the two leads, I guess. How many people are in the in the 
It's a five piece. Okay. Uh, you've also got Jimmy the Robot. And uh, is he uh, one of the five? Yes. Yes. He, he, and, and I looked at him. He's just mm-hmm. a techie guy, right? Or is well, he really he's a robot? got his his no. He's a robot. Okay. Yeah. He's his his fingertips like kind of uh, um, the tips of his fingers kind of uh, hinge back, and he can shoot. He can shoot. <laughs> uh, you know, like bullets out of his fingertips. It's actually like you know, like like energy bolts. You know, it's not mm-hmm. bullets. I mean, you don't want to be you know violent. So. But then uh, the drummer is uh, Ricky Fitness, and uh, my my favorite. He's in good shape, I guess. Yes, he is. Uh, he's the drummer, so he should be. But uh, I think it's hard to it's hard to say that that one character is better than the other. But the one character that's kind of grabbed me so far is uh, the, their left handed guitar player named Eagle Bones Falcon Hawk. <laughs> Eagle Bones Falcon Hawk. That's yes. awesome. Eagle Bones Falcon Hawk. And uh, in the third episode. Um, Eagle Hawk Falcon Hawk showed up. That was uh, played by John Hader. That was his brother and his nemesis. Oh, okay. And they had a a guitar battle. Um, uh, Eagle Bones Falcon Hawk um, can shoot uh, laser bolts out of his guitar when he's playing, uh, when when they're in the middle of battle. All right, I'm going to have to look for... And the the characters, the, the bad guys that they run into, um, it's very, very, very... Oh dear, Sage needs something. Hey, oh. what's up, Sage? Is, is that really cool? Oh my goodness! Well, okay. Okay, we'll watch. Okay, go quick. Anyway, keep going. Make it fast. So, what's the name of the I'm whole show? Sure is it? doing. It's called the Eagle Bats Super Show. Evil or the Aquabats? Aquabats. The Evil Bats. Did I just say the Evil yeah. Bats Super Show? I'm clearly distracted by Sage and this cool thing he's showing me on Lego Batman. Dude, that is crazy cool. Oh, he's got a shark. Or no, he's on a boat. They could say see, he, oh he's he like he's in cell he's in stealth mode oh okay did you just say no. he sharded no I think Philip Seymour Hoffman <laughs> said that no I think I said uh, he's in a shark oh okay <laughs> yes all right um, I'm gonna I'm gonna seek out but uh, the Aquabats. but the but the the evil creatures that they battle um, are very 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 I mean it's it, it's it's totally taken from evil. Power Rangers. Oh, gotcha. Uh, maybe I don't you know, want to watch this. They're in, they're in crazy bad costumes, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like, yo, hey, Aquabats, yo, I'm going to get you, you know. Um, but they've, I just, the, the idea that these guys, uh, by the way, um, the uh, uh, the leader of the uh, the band, the MC Bat Commander, uh, he also had a part in creating Yo Gabba Gabba. Okay. Oh, so, really? Okay. Yes. So as far as, as far as coming up with goofy uh, all ages shows, um, uh, he is pretty good at this. Uh, um, How many it, episodes me, of the show have there been? To me, uh, there are four episodes currently. There, um, where did I see this? I went to an episode guide somewhere, maybe in Wiki, but they've got they've got titles for thirteen episodes. So That's those episodes look like they're hopefully in the can. Um, at least we're going to get 13 episodes minimum out of this. I'd, I'd like to think that we'll get more because it's really, it's really pretty dang clever. Um, now, you had mentioned in the email that this is something that you and Sage really like. Now, usually yes. uh, we, we know from the past that kid shows usually skew towards kids and it's kind of, yeah. you know, adults usually don't care yeah. for it. But I take it the writing's pretty good? Well, it's just, yeah, it's, um, um, I say it's really kind of, um, I guess the more I think about it, it's very Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the way that it's acted. You know, it's see that's a big turnoff for me because I, I couldn't stand the Power Rangers. Well, it but were the Power Rangers were they were the Power Rangers goofy and did they like get into situations where they ate far too many donuts and were <laughs> were not really equipped to fight well, they the bad were, guy? They and, were goofy. You know. I mean. That no, but, but on the your Power Rangers definition of the word goofy. Yes, the Power Rangers are not goofy. They were well, you guys talk. Let, let me find a clip. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are uh, there are plenty of clips out there. Um, I said I had a bunch of clips, but uh, but I don't know how I'm loaded up right now, and I'd have to go actually find them again. So you know, forget me. Um, by the way, um, these guys uh, this doesn't necessarily influence their music, um, and it's not intended to make any kind of a, a, a statement about it. But uh, these guys are uh, uh, are also uh, Mormons. So, oh, yeah. um, yeah, uh, well, and when they got together in the mid nineties, um, the MC back commander and, uh, 
Crash McLarson and um, uh, another guy who's not in the band anymore, I don't think. Uh, was it Boyd Terry? Wait a minute. I'm getting my names mixed up. Uh, anyway, they met um, attending the same uh, Mormon church. Um, a lot of... Uh, a lot of what they wanted to do is they wanted to come out with music that was appropriate for, you know, for all ages. Yeah. Because you got to, you know, realize, you know, again, we're, we're back in, we're, we're back in 1994 here and, you know, three or four or five years earlier, you had started seeing, uh, you know, rap groups come out, you know, Snoop Dogg, stuff like that, which was incredible music, but, but, but really, um, up until just a few years before they formed in 94, in 94, you really didn't have to worry about your kid listening to music. I mean, even, you know, something like, you know, you might say, I don't want my kid listening to, you know, Judas Priest because I don't want him to listen to records backwards and try to kill themselves or anything. But you didn't really have to worry about language and truly adult themes. I mean, you know, we, we all know why your parents didn't want you listening to Kiss. You know, but um uh, but for the most part, you know, you could listen to music, and starting in the late '80s, early '90s, you started getting music that really did have truly adult themes, and you know, did use you know language that was R-rated, and you know, you got to the point where you know, all of a sudden, you don't just have music anymore; you have explicit music, and you have radio-friendly music. All right, typical. And order. these guys, I think, um, yeah, of course. Um, but uh, these guys, I think, were kind of a reaction to the the way music was heading, you know, they wanted to kind of keep music clean, keep music fun, keep music for all ages. And, um, they, uh, uh, were kind of a, I don't know, kind of a cross between Devo. There's a lot of Oingo Boingo in there. Uh, just the, 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 the bounciness of their music. And, and again, a lot of ska influences too. Now I do have a clip. Excuse me. I could play it for you if you want. Excellent. All right. Why don't I Pop give you a thing? Okay. Give me a thing. He can have mine. I don't need it. Thing. I don't need it right now. All right. I'll need it in a little bit, but I don't need it right now. We're talking about a patch when we say thing. All right. Mm-hmm. My pod did up. Yep. You're gonna have to write it because I don't know how loud it is. Excellent. Okay, that's the intro. On a hot afternoon day in the city, the Aquabats are trying to get through a terrible traffic jam, and by the looks of things, they'll never make it to their show on time. This traffic is terrible. And by the looks of things, we'll never make it to our show on time. <laughs> ah! I can't stand this traffic. I just wish there was a place in this world that was free from cars and smog and cars. Yeah! You should have listened to me. I said we should fly, and now we're stuck. Hey, we could fly. If we weren't stuck. Huh. Sadly, we are stuck, my fitness friend. Now, if only there was a way to avoid this traffic, in a safe and decent way. Uh, Commander, we could drill under the traffic. That's it! Great idea, robot! We could use the new mega drill that you just happened to install before we left! <laughs> yes, how convenient. So, a lot of tongue-in-cheek here. So is the whole show like that? Pretty much. Um, they, uh... Um, I they also I should give it a chance before I shoot it down completely. They, uh... I tell you one thing that, that cracked me up. Um, they they also do one fake commercial in each episode, and Sage has gotten uh, sophisticated to the point where when he knows the commercials coming up, he's like, "Daddy, skip over the commercials," unless of course it's something that he wants to see. In which case, right. Daddy, go back and let me watch that commercial. You know, <laughs> I like your Sage imitation. I was Thank about you. to say that's one of the poorest <laughs> Sage imitations I've ever heard. I just like the way it goes up. Daddy. It was just daddy. You know, it's just, it's on the, you know, it's, daddy. I've never heard him say, daddy. Daddy. Daddy, I want you to skip past the commissions. Um, but, uh, they had one, I daddy. think it was, it was the third episode. Uh, I think it was the one with John Hader in it. But the, uh, the commercial was, um, uh, a boy and girl, uh, brother and sister, um, have clearly not taken their bath. Mom can tell because their faces are dirty and she's mad at them because they haven't taken their bath. And so they, uh, they, they, they get this fabulous new product called, uh, like tub ring in a can mm-hmm. and it's a spray can. And, um, they, they, you know, because the only way, the only way you leave a ring in the tub is by washing sure. dirt off yourself when you're in the tub. So if you use this product, you spray it around the bathtub and then it looks like there's a, a tub ring. And then 
<laughs> at the end of the commercial, mom comes up and, and goes, wow, I can tell you guys have taken a bath because of the ring in the tub. And they've got the exact same faces. I mean, they have, you know, it's the exact still same dirty. shot, still just as dirty. Oh, it's very, very funny, man. All right. Well, I'll very give it, I'll give it a chance. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if I have the hub. I have to you look. should. Um, now, if you're on Fios, it's channel 257, mm. something like that. So, yeah. I'll give it a shot. Darn good times there. Darn good times. Okay. Wow. Okay. I just about uh, I just about damaged my eardrums. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. So uh, I don't you know if you guys were yeah. uh, were hey, when do we want I was. When do we want to do my new segment? By the way. Oh, we'll do it after Hunger Games. No, let's do, let's do it now. Games? Let's do it now. Okay. And then we'll do Hunger Games. You All do, right. Okay. All you right. Need the, you need the cord now. Um. Yes, I need the cord I gave back. It to you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, cable is back. Continue to speak into the mic. Okay. This is uh this is exciting. This is the preview of the first new segment I know I've come up with and I don't know how long. I'm not going to want to so, fly over apologies. the table at you, am I? I don't think so. Okay, good. Cuz I don't, I don't so. feel like doing that okay. right now. All right. We're we're all feeling kind of happy right now. This is a good thing. Let's do it. Okay. So, the premiere of the uh the brand new segment on Half Hour Wasted and uh I'm up, you're up. Here we go. Bill cut straight to the point. A new segment inspired by numerous call-outs by Bill's co-hosts, Frank and Brad. And let's be honest about half of the Legion of Dudes. <laughs> also, more than one listener. Luckily, not including Des from Australia, the great BDS Murph or stalwart friend of the show, Dennis. And if I might aside for a moment, I've had some intriguing discussions with Dennis about political philosophy and the role of reason discourse in modern America. But what you, the discriminating podcast listener, is here for is to hear me, Bill the Voice, break through the static of daily existence to explore the truths lurking behind the veil of empirical observation. And now, the point of it all. You can fade it out. April Fool's is good for America. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Bill getting straight to the point. This has been a half-hour wasted production in conjunction with the HHW LOD Podcast Network, Joomla, and the Internet. Join us next week for Bill to once again cut straight to the heart of the matter. Thank you for your attention, and remember, if you drink, don't drive. If this had been a real emergency, following this message would have been instructions on where to go. You know, Bill, you cut the, uh, cut the intro and outro out. And it's a great bit. I like it. <laughs> it's funny. Well, you guys have been telling me to just get to the point. I like get it. Now, and so I figured that, uh, you know, it's that at least is I could pretty do. funny. So I like it. That I'm, I'm not sure you, you quite get the concept <laughs> of getting to the point, but I, but I like it. I, it's a good start. Could we, do you want to hear the open again? No. no, no. I spent some time on That's it. That's what I'm trying to say. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll hear it next week. Would you like me to, to go into it? I mean, a little bit. No. Because no. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. April, April Hunger Fools games. is good for America. Did you and know? Just, it's killing me not telling you why. <laughs> my daughter, my 12-year-old, almost 13-year-old, read all three Hunger Games books. Mm -hmm. Then she watched the movie and loved it, loved all the books. Now she's back on book one. Go. She's, cool. she's, in, she's recycling them. Yeah, she loves them. Fantastic. I... Uh, I I wasn't quite aware of the movie, but about a week before it came out, I started hearing the hype about it and stuff, and I got a little excited about it. I got the book, got about halfway through it, saw the movie, um, oh. thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was really good, and then, you know, I'll probably finish the book this weekend. The first book? but uh, Yeah, the first book. Um, it's just, you know, you've seen these plot points before. They're not new, but the character's really interesting. They're cre It's this world where... Uh, you know, it takes place. I think we're told it is America, but it's like sometime in, in the, the future, in the near yes. near future. I you're never told if it's like fifty years or five thousand okay. years, I've but it is in it's, the future. Yeah, that's I've all been, we know. I've been told that you the the book doesn't the book, book doesn't, doesn't spill that you. detail either. Okay. Just, I don't think that's important to okay. it. But it it's basically it's a story about the haves and the have nots. It's I, about the elite. And it's about uh, how the working class have to are, are entertainment for the elite. Okay. And, you, you know, you can read a whole bunch of into this. I mean, the whole, you know, I've heard it compared to the whole 99% um, movement, the whole Wall Street, Occupy okay. Wall Street movement about, you know. Well, clearly these books are written before the 
the ninety nine percent. Yeah, I think it, I think it was so. two thousand eight is is the date I saw. I've not it. heard of the ninety nine percent movement. I I was kind of I I'm was sure that's another discussion. Are you <laughs> really? Occupy it's, Wall Street. The whole Occupy Wall Street thing. Uh, yeah, I know that, okay, but okay. I've not that's, heard it called that, the 99 cent. The 99 percent, yeah. 99 percent. I've never... Sorry to get off track. We can get back on this track mm-hmm. after Frank is done. I've never heard that. Okay. That um, we'll get back into and, that. And depending... I don't, I don't care about that, so... It, depending where, you're, where, so mean I'm in the 1%? where your politics are and stuff, <laughs> it, it's, Probably it's just not. A, a good movie. I think it's going to be a great franchise. And They're already starting a second movie, yeah. starting work on the second movie. Um, hopefully it, it has feet and stuff, and I can't wait to read the other two books. You well, know? My daughter loves them, and my, both of my kids. Um, my daughter bought the first book, but she was involved. The older one or the younger one? The younger one. Okay. Allison bought the first book, but she couldn't, she couldn't get to it right away. Okay. And Ashley was home sick, so she let Ashley read it. Okay. Ashley read it in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And Allison got the flu like and Allison, three days yeah, later, right? And Allison read it, and then uh, I got her the second book. It's like book. giving a cat influenza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got her the second book, and she read it immediately. And then she bought the third book. And when she was reading the third book, she gave the second book to Ashley. All, Both of my kids have read all three books. Okay. They, both, they went, their mom, which surprised me, let them go. They they live half a mile from the movie theater, okay. though. Ooh, so they nice. let she let my kids go to the midnight showing. Wow. And Ashley's old enough to drive now, so okay. they drove to the theater <laughs> and saw the midnight show, just the two of them. But okay. they knew a lot of people there. It's a small town. Okay. Um, some of Allison's friends were there. But they both loved it. They got two hours of sleep that night and then went to school the next day. So, but they... And Allison's like, I got to go see that movie again. I got to go see it again. Now, up to this point, she's been nothing but Harry Potter. Okay. Right? This has the potential of taking that over. But there's only three movies. Well, from what I've heard is one theory is that the last movie is going to be two two books or two movies. I bet you they can do that. I bet they could do that. Um, Um, Because none of the... But I mean, that's a a four-movie deal and... the, the first the first five days of this movie is close to one hundred eighty million dollars. Well, none of those books. I mean, if it if it gets split up into two movies, it's a total money grab. I'm convinced because oh, none no. of the, yeah. none of those books are are epic length. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems I like they're all they're all in the three hundred some odd page range. Yeah. I don't think not none of them are four hundred pages. Has Zoe read them? Um, Zoe, uh, oddly enough, uh, she, today. She comes up to me and she's kind of got a not a sheepish look, but kind of a kind of a wistful look on her face, and she tells me that Dad, today, I finished the last Harry Potter book. Hey, uh, good well, for her. Kiddo's ten years old, and she has just finished the seventh book in the series. She read all seven Is of she them. She's sad. Back, 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 back. Yeah, I mean, because there's no more to read. Not like you know tears right. down her cheeks or anything, but I think wistful is yeah, uh, yeah. a good adjective. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's. She's been working towards this. You know, she's been reading these for months now, and, and I'm going to miss it too, frankly, because I haven't read much of the books, but, um, you know, we'd sit down and I'd read to her for the last number of months. You know, when I go to read to her at night, I'll read her like a chapter out of the Harry Potter book, and it takes 20, 20 30 minutes to read a chapter because they're yeah. like 30 some odd pages. But yeah, I read bits and chunks of, uh, of all those books. And um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, you know, I, I don't know that I'm going to read them myself, but I could absolutely see it being, you know, it, it could keep my attention if I it's, did decide it's to a, read It's them. a journey that she got to take on those oh, yeah. books. And, you know, it's something oh, she yeah. got to know the characters. Was it, is it seven or eight books? I don't seven. remember. Seven books. But, you know, she got to just, eight movies. just follow yeah. that. And she has the movies. Yeah. And it's just, it's you know, it's a part of her childhood yeah. that she's going to. You know, look back on and you know pass on to her kids. Yeah. You know, now oh, those those these books, those Harry Potter books, um, book four, the Goblet of Fire, is actually the longest yeah, of the four big. of the seven books. It's it's a tome. It's like Stephen. And King honestly, like. from what I understand, well, I saw mm-hmm. I've seen all the Harry Potter movies. I yeah. eventually saw them all. I know I said I was going to stop after the fifth one, but I'm okay. on a plane. <laughs> you know, going to Turkey and dang it, there's the or actually it was going to. Are you losing? I'm just trying to figure out what the noise is coming from. I'm not hearing any noise. I don't know if it's my computer. or I'm not hearing any noise. I was on a plane actually flying to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. It's music. And Mm -hmm. and, uh, 
the sixth one was on in front of me in the seat. So I was like, okay, yeah, what, the right, what the heck? So then I ended up, if I got to see six of if I've seen six of them, I got to see 7.1 and 7.2. Right. So anyways, I forgot why I even brought this up. I, I did read all the books and um, it was fun. I, I enjoyed okay. them. I mean, they, they I were, tried reading the first one. I got a chapter in. I was like, eh, I'm out. Yeah. They were, um, there's the only one good one, movie anyway. Oh, um, Brad. The f- the first book is like a mirror image of the movie, like almost beat for beat, page for page, scene for scene. Oh, I know what scene. I was going to say. Okay. The fourth book you said was the longest, yeah, Goblet yeah. of Fire. Yeah. I've been told, and I can see it from even just watch the movie, that it should have been two movies. I've heard that myself. Yeah. Now, there's a, a huge subplot in the fourth book. I think Russell may have talked about this. that doesn't make it into the movie at all, where Hermione is trying to uh, basically – create an organization that, <laughs> oh, that yeah. gives rights to uh, house elves. Yeah. She, she wants to free the house elves because they're, they're, they're willing participants, but they're basically slaves. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they, that was a weak plot point though. I mean, that was there for comic effect because what was the name of the organization? It was like smug. Or oh sludge or Um, it was a, uh, it, it was an ongoing joke. Uh, the way you read it. Um, uh, dang it. Yeah, it, it been, is like slug or something like that. So, something yes. very like. Uh, so, don't you enjoy slug? Yes. The Hunger Games <laughs> books were written for young adults. Yeah, I would say or kids. Um, it's gotta be. I, young it's a adults. young adults. That's where you would find it. Uh, so, would we like it? No one, no one, Bill and I. Would we enjoy the um, the movie? I I think you would. Uh, I mean, there, there's plenty of action in it. It's not dumbed down. Uh, you know, there isn't a lot of blood splattering, but there is death. How do they um, get away with showing kids kill each other? Well, they're teenagers. Well, there's, there's no blood. And it was at PG. I don't even know what's rated. PG-13 probably. I don't know. But uh, there's no blood. I don't think there was any foul language in it. Okay. So uh, do kids actually nothing... kill kids? Oh, yeah. In this movie? Yeah. But again, it's not brutal. It's like, you know, you see the person draw the sword and move the sword, but never quite enter the body. Okay. You see arrows thrown and close enough to, I mean, it's implied that the kids are dead, but you don't, you know, it's not that brutal. Hmm. Um, it's, it's very, it's, I thought it was good. The acting was good. The girl in it, Jennifer Lawrence, she was also rogue in X-Men first class or not rogue. Not uh, rogue. Um, oh, was the girl she who Mystique? could change skin? What's her name? Mystique. Mystique. Yeah, Mystique. she's Mystique. That was her. Yeah. yeah. Really? Okay. Uh, she does a really, really good job. Um, I'm amazed. I can highly recommend it, and I'm just excited for for the other movies. Because that's Andy one thing that got too. me is that you know the the kids these days they are just they are all over it. Um, <laughs> Those kids, they're all over it. Yeah, um, kids. That's. I guess that's not how I meant to phrase that. <laughs> it uh, just sounded like a like a well, marketing guy. Well, Zoe's getting ready to uh, Zoe's getting ready to read the uh, the the Ding Dong uh, book. Um, I think she's already started on it, but it just seems like the themes are fairly adult to mm. to be pointing at kids, and it surprises me that in the bookstore, um, if you want to find, or at least at Target, I guess uh, I was looking around. And um, the uh, the Hunger Games uh, is is in the young adult section. Right, is right next to the Harry Potter books. Right, and I just I thought that was really interesting because why is it called Hunger Games? Uh, that's not explained, or at least not in this first book. They don't know why it's called the Hunger Games, but that doesn't is have what something to do called. with um, okay. like you aren't you like winning food for your your mm, people no. or your region or whatever? Here, here's win? here's the basic plot point: there was a war mm-hmm. against uh, the capital against all these districts the 13 districts uh that they were fighting against uh, a bureaucratic government uh they lost and as a reminder and as a reminder each district which one of the districts just district 13 was eliminated it no longer exists they were they were destroyed completely as a reminder of who the boss is uh every district yeah uh, the, or the capital, as they call it. Every okay. district has to uh, has to surrender a boy and a girl of a certain age. It's a lottery, and you got you get taken to the capital, trained for about a week, and then you're put in this um, survivor wins all hmm. situation, where where you know, and and they're put out for entertainment. You know, they parade them, and um, 
you know, for display and stuff. And all the people, I'm sure you've seen some of the costumes from the previews. These, uh, the people in the district, they just play these very ornate costumes. You know, these people are so rich and so out of touch with what, what nature is and stuff that they've kind of lost touch with humanity. So everything to them is just, you know, it's just enjoyment and pleasure. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they get their pleasure from, uh, from carnal things, from physical things and not, you know, not so much from, you know, taking a walk or anything. It's more about, you know, it's more about digesting media and being shallow and, so and things the, like that. The main kids, does, does any of them go, you know what? This is bull crap. Mm-hmm. Why are they forcing us to kill each other? Yeah, we need to rebel. Yeah, again. I, I mean, uh, I or we believe need to they, do something I, about this. Yeah, I believe they address that. Uh, if yeah. you don't do it, they'll kill you. Um, I've got, uh, I've got <laughs> some, I've got a couple clips from uh, the Hunger Games. Uh, would you like to uh, pop me up and we can listen to them? Okay. Here is Sub Zero. Now, Plane Zero. Yeah, that's not the Hunger Games. <laughs> I wasn't done. I'll tell you what I think of it. I live to see you eat that contract. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your spine. Oh, you got to some bleeping. <laughs> I didn't know. Bleeping. I didn't know Arnold Schwarzenegger was in this movie. <laughs> now, have you guys ever heard? This of is a basically movie Running Man Two. Then is what we're we're talking. Was what I'm trying to say well, is I, that yeah. It but it's more. I was about to suggest. Have you or talk about? Have you guys ever seen a Battle Royale? It's uh, a it's a Japanese movie with with much of the same theme as Hunger Games. In fact, when I first heard of Hunger Games, I thought that's Battle Royale. Really, it was I've a movie that, that came out maybe about five or ten years ago in kind of a similar situation where all these districts or cities have to send in kids and they have to fight to the death. And it's more for entertainment purposes. It's oh, not no. for uh, it, it's not for anything. I think there's a population problem, and so I think they take a generation of kids and make them fight to the death, uh, just to kind of keep the population down and stuff. But uh, that's a that's a winner take all. And if you refuse to participate, everyone has a collar around their neck. They just pop it. They just blow it up. Wow. So you're forced Ew. to fight. And you know, and if you don't, okay, boom. You mean like Snake you. Plissken? From Escape from New York. Yes. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. Um, I guess he had the that, chip in his neck. It wasn't a collar. That would be the Gamesters Triskelion uh, original <laughs> Star Trek episode. The um, the thing with with uh, Battle Royale though is that yes. it is very violent and extremely just lots of blood. Yeah. Just over the top. That would be the arena scene from the uh, end of the second uh, Star Wars movie, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no, I'm talking like you mm-hmm. know. You know, actual you know people's heads. Gladiator. Okay, that'd be sauce. Yeah, more like more like gladiator. Okay, gladiator. This would be a hard R Mm -hmm. for violence if this was released in the U.S. theaters. Or that'd be the uh, maybe uh, the uh, arena scenes in Caligula. (laughs) Don't watch that with your kids. I have not seen it. Don't watch that with your kids. But uh, I I I I I definitely recommend it. Uh, I would say go see it. You know, my daughter wants to see it again, so. I'm going to try well, to Well, it certainly it sounds her. like it's fresh and original and not derivative of anything else. <laughs> that, so at least that, we cleared that up. That I cannot, <laughs> I, I, you know. That there are it, no. It, we know these tropes. We know these story plots. There are no new ideas left. But the characters are fun. You, you root for them and you okay. believe in them. And there's a couple story twists in there that are like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, I did go see it on a Friday night. The not, Friday it came out. And there were a whole bunch of tweenies there. Okay. And. As if were they texting? Cue, no, or tweeting? They were t- Brad, the best bunch of kids you've ever seen. They were riveted. They were riveted. They were watching it. They were uh, and at certain cues they would go ah or ooh or you know you know like really ah like somebody's holding up the placards at the front exactly. of the audience. That's funny. I mean, they were all just on cue with certain scenes, and it was kind of fun. Unbelievable. My daughter said I'd like it, so, and she knows pretty much what I like, so I'd, I would like to see it. Can you trust her? Yes, I can. <laughs> Fantastic. Did, what okay. else was on your list? Uh, think, we yeah. wanted to talk about, uh, let's Maybe, see, should we Daniel. Save it? You want to talk about Daniel? Well, I could do it real fast. Okay. Let's, or we could do it next week, one of the two. Uh, let's talk let's about do it now because I told him I would. Uh, yeah, we're at 45 minutes. Let's go ahead and do it now. So I have to bring up my notes here, so give me just a moment. Uh, so this is Daniel Carhusen. 
Carhunen. He's a um, Carhunen. Carhunen. I think. Yeah. Carhunen. Daniel Carhunen. So he has. He's publishing his own comic book. Uh, how's it pronounced, Brad? Wallalina. Wallalina. And I'm going to read his description here. Wallalina. I'm going to self-publish my Wanalina graphic novel, which is a sci-fi adventure book about Wanalina Dileka, a former secret agent for Myth, which is the mythological mythological and young Tarian hero agency. And now she works with unusual cases as a private detective. Uh, He was nice enough to share this with us on Facebook. And uh, we all gave it a red. Or Bill, you haven't gotten to it yet, right? Um, I've I've flipped through it. Uh, e E wise, I've flipped through it on the computer. I have not. I'm sorry, I haven't actually read it yet. Um, you have my apologies. I can tell you this: the artwork is it's. This is not indie comic artwork. I mean, this is something. If you saw this out of a Marvel or DC comic, you wouldn't bat an eye. The, a- the artwork is. He, he has least, some big names. At on least this in the artist. first half of it, yeah. I've I've read um, a very small amount, but okay. I've I've paged through the whole thing, and there are several different artists. But it seems like the first half or the first mm-hmm. big majority chunk is drawn by somebody who uh, made me think of Terry Dodson. Let's see. I gathered yeah, about okay, a, I could this see is that. from him. I gathered about a hundred artists from around the world to work on this book, and I got help from Eisner Award winner. Alon Medina, which is from Fables. Yeah. Sean Phillips, criminal. And um, Joe Rubenstein, formerly known as Justice League. And several others just involved in this book. So we got some big name yeah, artists. This isn't, just, uh, no. this isn't just like a whole bunch of indie guys struggling. I mean, these are guys who know how to tell stories. It is interesting, too, because um, uh, it's not just... What, how many um, how many volumes are there in this? Uh, uh, I got up to issues? three, and then I got up to because there's a I think there's 140 pages, and I got halfway through it because I was reading it last night, Daniel. And um, there's three volumes of the main story, and then there was something called I think it was called Friend Stories or something, okay. which were a whole bunch of shorts. Yeah, it, it's, it's exactly right. That was uh, what I was going to say is that uh, um, it's not just simply like four comic book issues. Um, there are there are shorter stories um, uh, throughout this, um, yeah, and and there are there are there is different art. Uh, clearly, there are different artists working on this, um, but even though not all the artists have the same style, um, I think the uh, the the relative quality of the art is is it's really amazing. I mean, you know, I, I just it, it's the. Uh, as you might expect these days, uh, the, the coloring is uh, very airbrushy, um, and, and I love that look. It gives a very soft, uh, very soft look. Um, so, you know, I, I can't wait to, uh, to read it. Um, I, I can tell you that it looks gorgeous. You know, without giving anything away, he is dealing with a big mm-hmm. story. This is an epic story. You can tell he's a he's a he's a fan of things like Crisis, okay, and other big stories because there's even a couple pages where I feel you know that has a crisis feel to it, a DC crisis feel, and there is something big going on. So you know, it looks like Daniel. You want to tell a big, awesome story that um, that you know. Spans many pages. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I wish you luck. I don't know how he plans to distribute this or if he has a website uh, devoted to it yet because uh, he contacted us on Facebook. But, um, but yeah, definitely uh, check him out because this guy's trying to, to make some magic. He's trying to make a dream come alive by producing a book. That's cool. That's cool. Wait a Best of l- Oh, boink. If all the dream, are we still recording? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My, it fell off and now I can't hear. But now I can hear. Now Yay. I can. Now this look, I've got like six chords plugged in. Fantastic. To, just so I can hear what's going on. <laughs> uh, best of luck, Daniel, with this endeavor. It's well, huge. Yeah, I, I can say this. Um, if uh, if our man Daniel uh, pays much attention to uh, Corey Doctorow, then he'll be uh, giving it away uh, free. And uh, hopefully, uh, for your sake, you've either got a really awesome job or you don't have to uh, follow the Corey Doctorow uh, process. <laughs> Now, Brad, were you going to play something for us? Well, yeah, I wanted to um, end the show with uh, something after we said goodbye. Okay, we do, we do have something for your listeners. Not uh, it's not 
it's not April Fools related, but it is no. uh, entertainment. I would yeah, say. Yeah, and it happened. Uh, it happened while Bill uh, was out. Bill was out. Okay, uh, picking up uh, darling Miss Zoe. Okay, from karate. And yes, I, I left Sage with these two near do wells. So hopefully, Sage doesn't start having nightmares. <laughs> so uh, we'll say goodbye, and then we'll we'll leave you uh, uh, with. With the goodness that is Sage, you didn't so, teach him uh, how to curse in Scandinavian, did you? Nope. <laughs> uh, and before we go, be sure to check out Half Hour Wasted and all the podcasts, including Podcatrice, which Brad, why should they listen to Podcatrice? Oh yeah, the latest uh, episode of Podcatrice, we interviewed Johnny M and I interviewed um, Jorge, Jorge Garcia, who was wow. Hurley on Lost, and he is Doc Diego Soto on Alcatraz. We you they call had, him Doctor. He has a podcast with his girlfriend called Diego Soulpatch, and we had a uh, crossover, <laughs> and uh, it's really good. It's episode nine of Podcatraz, so search it out. They're so a cute couple. Cup- just go to our website. You know, if you're on the feed, you'll get it. But uh, be sure to check it out. That's a huge get. That's They're a, a really cute couple, by yeah. the way. <laughs> and uh, with that said, let's just go to save. We'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Bye, guys. Okay, bye. What are you singing? Baby, 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 baby. Actually, I don't know the song either.